we are intentionally believing God that he's going to continue to grow us, uh, grow us up in, in areas spiritually to really help us become all that he wants us to be. And as I said when I was praying, you know, we're all on a journey. Some of us are further um, because we've been saved longer and we might feel that we're here and some people may feel like they're here. But it's not about where you're at on the journey. It's about the fact that you're on it and that we're all growing together. And, and when we prayed a minute ago and there was this, for, for my view, to be able to see people standing with other people, praying with each other, encouraging one another, that's what we need to do. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to do. We're supposed to function that way all the time. So the people that you are praying for, listen, pray for them. Remember them this week. Continue to pray. Continue to pray for them. Pray for people that you know. Pray for the church. Pray for, pray for people that, that, that we would just continue to grow and develop in our walk with God. And, um, and as you do that, you, you're going to find that, that you grow. As you're praying for others, God speaks to you and he helps you to grow as well. So in, the, in this journey of spiritual growth, um, today we're going to talk about determination and perseverance. Because as you grow, as you grow, there becomes more of a desire and a heart to walk by faith. And sometimes walking by faith means that even if you're not seeing everything right away, you're not giving up. You know, for those that we pray, some of you we're, are believing God for a miracle. And you've prayed. And you've prayed before. And, 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 and because you don't see the instant change right at the moment, sometimes it's difficult to not get discouraged. Sometimes it's tough to, to, to have to go through this. I know uh, Chris talked last week um, about waiting and trusting. And that can be a difficult place. When you know what God has spoken and you feel like this is where he's taken you, but there's this time of waiting. How many of you have had to wait over the, in the last week or two? You had some moment of waiting. Did you love it? Anybody love it? How many of you have been waiting for something for a long time and you're still waiting? Yeah. It's tough. And there's times where you face challenges, you face difficulties, and you think, how, how do I walk this out? How do I not lose heart? How do I not lose hope? We need to be determined. We need to be persistent in our walk with God. And we need to just continue to, to just go, just keep going to him. Just keep our focus on him. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Because some of you, even as we are praying, it's something you've been standing for and believing for. And I want to encourage you to keep, keep, the, keep the faith. Keep standing. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Let's look at some scriptures. Look at Luke chapter 18. And I really want you to listen to this first verse. And then we're going to talk about the parable that he, or the story he tells. But listen to the first verse. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray. So what should they always do? And then what should they never do? Okay, so if we just take that verse... This is how we as believers are supposed to live our life. We always pray and we never give up. Have you been tempted to throw in the towel? I have. Have you faced challenges where you think, you know what, I'm just not getting it. I'm just not, I just, I just can't figure this thing out. It's just not working. I don't know what's happening. I mean, 
We've probably all been there. And if you haven't been there recently, you'll find yourself at that place sometimes because there's so much stuff that comes at us. But Jesus tells this story, and he's telling the story to show them that you should always pray, and you should never. So that's, the, that's basically what I want you to leave here today is with that. Always pray and never give up. If you're taking notes, that sums it up right there. Always pray, never get up. You can put your pen down, you got it. Always pray, never give up. Here's the story he tells. There was a judge in a certain city who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while. But finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people. But this woman is driving me crazy. I mean, that's literally, that's, that's the word right there. This woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night. Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. When the Son of Man returns, how will you find on earth? How many will he find on earth? Who have faith. So, so this story, he's, he's using this story to illustrate the persistence and the dedication that this, this, this lady had. That she, she, she wasn't going to give up believing that she needed justice. And she kept, she just kept persisting. She kept persisting. Now what it's not saying is God's not going to do nothing unless you beg him, beg him, beg him. And then if you keep begging him long enough, you'll get whatever you want. That's not what it's saying. Right? Lord, take that person out. They drive me nuts. Take them out. Take them out. Okay, finally, you, you know, get on my nerves, I'll take them out. It's not, that's not what it is. It's the point of the persistence of this widow that was like, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up at all. And that persistence and that dedication, that's what we're talking about. And Jesus, again, he starts everything with the verse in verse 1. Let's read it one more time in, in the first verse of this passage in Luke 18. One day Jesus told the disciples a story. We just read the story. To show that they should always and never, always, never. All right, you got to be determined in that. Because when you look at your circumstance, you're going to start talking more about your circumstance than you talk to God about your circumstance. And here's the thing. You got to, at some point, you got to pray. and You got to go before the Lord and never stop. Just keep taking it to the Lord. Just keep going before the Lord and never give up. Never give up. Look at Galatians 6, verse 9. Let's not get tired of doing what is good. At the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we what? If we don't give up. So let's say it again. Always, never. All right, we're going to say that a lot. So just get ready. 2 Thessalonians 3. Some of you are like, we already have. Okay. As for the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, never get tired of doing good. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in this letter, stay away from them so they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies, but warn them as you would a brother or sister. 
Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times in every situation. He's saying again at the beginning, don't get tired of doing good. Because when it's all said and done, you have peace that comes from God. When it's all said and done, there's going to be a peace that even as you continue to persevere through difficulty, even when things are going rough, as you continue to persevere, you can still walk in peace that the Lord gives you. Because God is with you and he'll always help you. He's given you the helper who is with you all the time. That's the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit with you 24-7 to help you walk through and stay on course even when it gets rocky, even when it gets tough, even when there's challenges to continue to stay the course. Look at Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8. Keep on asking. Just keep going. Remember, always to get quicker. We only got so much time here. Always, never Keep on asking, and you'll receive what you ask. Keep on seeking, and you'll find. Keep on knocking. The door will be open. Then he says, it's everyone who asks, what? Everyone who seeks, and to everyone who knocks, yes. So, the, so here's what it's saying. When you continue this pattern of asking and seeking and knocking, here's the pattern you're going to get. You're going to receive. You're going to find. The door's going to be open. But we, if, we, if we're not careful, we get caught up in, okay, I, you know. Listen, you ever, you ever had, uh, I got to say this nicely. Do you, have, you ever have people come in your neighborhood and you know you don't want to answer the door because you know you're going to get this whole spiel about how your life's going to change if you buy these magazines? You know what I mean? Or, you know, it's a fundraiser for whatever. I mean, you just know. And then some people, they're, you know, they're looking at your trees, and they're like, and you know, this guy has his own tree company. I mean, he's in a, he's in a you know, he's in a Ford Focus, and he's got a hatchet. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I have a tree company. Let me cut that down for you. I mean, those kind of people that come through, you ever have those in your neighborhood, just knocking on your door? You ever have a time where you see them coming, and you're like, oh, really? And, you, and your, your car's in the driveway, so you can't pretend Right? You have two cars in the driveway. Somebody's home. You can't just, shh, turn the lights out. That's that. Ooh. And here's what happens. Here's, about, here's what it is about those people. Is they knock, and if you don't answer, they don't walk away. They knock again. Because they know somebody's home. And they're going to knock until you answer. I mean, they'll knock. They'll knock harder. Oh, they might be in the back. Oh, come on, come on. I mean, if they want to get information, if they're serious about selling this product or doing whatever, they'll knock more than once. And you know what? When we go to God, listen, he's not, he's not hiding from us. Okay? But when you, when you ask, he answers you. And if you have another question, ask again. And keep asking. And keep seeking. And keep, keep knocking on the door. Because when you do, he opens it. And he answers you. And he helps you. So there's something about staying determined. And these verses are just talking about persistency. 1 Corinthians 15, 56 through 58. For sin is the sting that results in death. And law gives, it, gives sins its power. But listen to this verse. But thank God. Thank God. That he gives us victory. Where does the victory come from? Him. 
God. He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, my dear brothers and sisters, listen to this next phrase. Be strong and what? Immovable. God has given you victory. Be strong and be immovable. Don't, don't get pushed around by all the other stuff. Be strong. Stand firm in what God has given you. Stand firm in it. Even when life seems like it's not working and it's not coming together the way you picture it and the way you imagine it, stand firm. God has given you victory. Stand in it. It may not always look to you like victory, but you're not seeing the whole thing. You continue to walk through. Listen, the game's not over. I mean, it's over, but we're still in the game. But we already know we won. The score's been determined. We win. God has given you victory. So, so we have to walk with this determination and this perseverance, even in struggles. Even when it's like, oh, man, this just isn't a fun season for me. It's okay to acknowledge that. But you got to stay the course and stay determined. The more we grow spiritually, the more, the more we stay the course. The more we stay the course. I, I've been tempted growing up. I've seen it all my life. You know, I'm sure I've done it growing up through high school and college and at different times. But I see how quick we can just, you know, make these commitments to, I mean, listen, I got saved like 65 times. Really, I got saved once. I just kept asking again because I was scared because I messed up and I didn't follow through and I didn't do this and I didn't. But here's the deal. I kept making all these commitments and then struggling when I didn't see everything work right. But you know what? We shouldn't be the kind of people who say, God, I'm, I'm going to serve you. I, you. I'll give you everything. And then one little thing goes wrong or something happens and we're so quick, but you know what? God doesn't care about me. And we just kind of, we lose it. We kind of pull away. And what we're pulling away from is our source of strength, our source of hope, our source of victory. That's what we're pulling away from. You know, I've, and, and again, I, I, I hesitate saying this. I don't mean this in a bad way that it ever has to be here. But, but you know what? As an as overall body of Christ, we got to get back to craving the word. We got to get back to craving. I, I need the word. Whether I need to get in my word at home right now, but I also need to, you know, listen to the word or, or have someone share the word, you know, whether it's going to church. Listen, church is becoming less and less uh, of an importance because you can get online and you can do this and you can but we're busier than we've ever been we have more stuff than we've ever been can I tell you though that's a plot of the enemy to get you so busy that you can't connect with believers once a week or twice a week and grab the word and read the word and hear the word and receive the word and then go walk out the word that's the that's the enemy we need we need to ask the Lord to help us to get a hunger back for his word. Where we can't help. If the word's being taught, I want to be there. If the word's at my house, I'm, I'm going to sit down and read it. If you don't have a Bible, we'll get you a Bible. I will personally buy you a Bible if you'll read it. 
and let the Lord speak to you. You know, if the next hotel you go to, grab the Gideon one. They'll replace it. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't steal it. It's not good. But, but you can get the word. Read the word. Romans 15 verse 4 says this. Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us. And look what the scripture do. They give us hope and they give us what? Encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promise to be fulfilled. So when we're not seeing it and everything's showing us something different and we're in this period of just we're having to wait, we're having to stay determined, we're having to stay the course, we're having to persevere through our own stuff, believing that this is going to come about, this is going to come about. You know what encourages us? The word, the scriptures. The Bible says that people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. You can't, you can't pull the word up to strengthen you if you're not putting the word in you. You, you can't. You have to, when you're getting in the word and your focus is on the word, you're going to feel encouraged. And you're going to be you're going, to be, you're going to have hope as you wait patiently, which means you'll be walking in patience, waiting for the promise to be fulfilled. In other words, for those we prayed for healing, if you'll stay connected to the scripture and what the word says about healing, then you know what? You're going to find encouragement, and you're going to find that you're going to be able to wait patiently, and you're going to find that God will fulfill his promise. I, it's, that's, what, that's what the word does. It encourages us. So in being determined and persevering, part of it depends. And part of that encouragement comes, that determination comes as we focus on the word. So we also, another thing, let's go to verse 5 in that. Because now we've got to talk about the focus just on God. And that can be through prayer, through just time, spending time with him. Just being still with God, be still and know that I am God, Psalms 4610, it's that same principle. And it says this in verse 5, may God, who gives you what? Patience and encouragement, helps you live in complete harmony with each other as fitting for followers of Jesus Christ. So even as you have the scriptures, you're waiting on the scriptures, God himself is giving you encouragement. God himself is giving you patience. Galatians 5.22 is not in your notes, but it says this. And, and uh, it's not, it won't be on the screen, but it says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. That's the fruit of the Spirit. You don't have to have patience. The Spirit of God in you has patience. And if you'll focus on the Spirit of God, you're going to find that you're going to be able to be patient as you walk through the things that you walk through, knowing that God is your source and that he will take care of you. Patience is, is it's tough for us. In a human sense. I don't, I, don't, I don't like to wait. But I can wait if I'm focusing on the Holy Spirit in my life. You know, I've always said this, and I don't like to travel. I, I just don't like sitting in the car that long or sitting on a plane that long. I just don't like it. People's like, man, you want to go to Hawaii? I have no interest. If Hawaii was five minutes away, I'd go. Flying 10 hours or whatever? No. I'm not going to Hawaii, right? I'm not saying I'll never. I'm saying there's nothing in me. It's like, woo, still on a plane for 10 hours. I just, I don't know. I, you know, sometimes I struggle just to get home and back. That's five minutes. I'm like, am I there yet? Well, last week, uh, 
Friday of last week, we drove to Columbus for my niece's graduation. We were there. We got there Friday night. Uh, graduation party on Saturday, graduation Sunday morning. And then I went from there to Nashville to a conference. And so I had to rent a car. Patty took the, brought the kids back in our car, and then I rented a car to go to Nashville, and then Chris and Lisa came up, and then I rode back with them uh, after the conference. Um, but I was, I got in that rental car, and I was like, I put my, the GPS on, and it was like, you know, estimated time of arrival. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? And I was just, and, and it's worse when you're by yourself because you have no one to talk to. You have God. But sometimes you just want to see someone, you know, like, you want to see, like, hey, want to get a drink, you know, want to get some candy, or what, I mean, it's like, you just buy, so you know what I did? I thought, I am going to sit in this car as the least amount of time as I can. So I left the rental car place, and I didn't stop until Nashville. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I mean, speed limit was fine. I wasn't, like, crazy, but I just drove, and I was like, if I don't stop, I get there. And it's amazing that one, like, I don't, one little, like, hey, can we stop at a rest area? I'm like, no, no, that's three more minutes. I mean, that's, but you know what? With the Holy Spirit and focusing on the Holy Spirit, you'd be surprised how you could make a trip a lot better. And it's easy for me to say that, but I'm telling you, Nashville, I didn't log that in my mind. I would just, like, get there. Sitting in this car, just just get me to Nashville. That was it. Patience doesn't come easy on our own. But those are the times where you got to remember, I have the Holy Spirit. And he has patience. So if I will walk with him and let him help me, guess what he'll give me? Patience. As I'm walking this out, as I'm having to persevere through difficulty, I'm not giving up. I'm going to always pray. And I'm never going to give up. Look at Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, knowing that God is the one who helps us to stay determined. Therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, the sin that easily trips us up. Look at this last part right here. Let us run with endurance. How do we do that? Go to verse 2. We do this by keeping our eyes on who? Jesus. God is the one, the Lord is the one that if we'll keep our eyes focused on him, we can, we can, we can endure. We can endure because we know, God, Jesus, you, you, you walked this life. Jesus endured. When you keep reading, it says, because joy awaiting him, talking about Jesus, he endured the cross. So look what Jesus went through. He endured pain and suffering and difficulty for us. So when we look to him, we know, hey, you've been here. You, you know what it means to endure. And he helps us. He helps us to endure. Ephesians 6.10, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in whose mighty power? His. It's not, again, it's not about you having all this strength or having all this power. It's saying, look, if, be strong in his. Because in your own, you're not going to be able to stay the course. In your own, you're not going to be able to persevere through difficult. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to give up. You're going to throw in the towel, and you're going to lose all hope. But if you'll be strong in him and in his power, you're able to do more than what you could do.
with him and his power, you can do what he can do. And you can make it. Look at Psalms 23. <clears throat> the Lord is what? Whose shepherd? Mine. Say it that way. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Look what the shepherd does. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. That's what our shepherd does for us. That's what Jesus does. He renews our strength. So when we're getting tired, listen, he helps us. He, he takes us to these places of rest and peace, and he renews our strength. He guides us along the right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through darkest valleys, I won't be afraid. Why? Because my shepherd is close beside me. His rod and his staff, they protect me. They comfort me. He prepares a feast for me even in the presence of my enemies. In other words, I'm taken care of even in the presence of those who don't like me. He still takes care of me. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessing. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. Think about that. God's love and his goodness is pursuing you. It's always, it's always coming after you. Goodness is following you. Mercy is following you. All the days of your life. Always. You, know, you ever had someone follow you you didn't want to follow you? You're like, oh, you get all nervous. Listen, this is, this is, this is what's following you. Goodness and unfailing love. You know what makes you want to do? Slam the brakes and just let them plow right in. But that's what's behind me. That's what's going with me in my journey. The unfailing love and the goodness of God. And I'll live in the house of the Lord forever. That's where this, we, can, we can walk with determination and perseverance when we're connected to this as our shepherd. To Jesus as our shepherd in this verse. So uh, Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do, what's the next word? Everything through Christ who gives me strength. So for us to do everything and to make it through whatever it is we're facing, we have to have strength that comes from where? Christ, the anointed one, God, Jesus, the Messiah. Christ, that's where our strength comes from. And we can do anything and everything if we're tapping into that. If it's Christ and his strength to us, we can do it. And we can make it. So we focus on the word, we focus on the, on the Lord and how God helps us and the Holy Spirit. And then we focus on prayer. Look at this prayer that, that Paul prays in Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. It says, so we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. Talking about the church there. And he says, we ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will, to give you spiritual understanding, spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, all the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Then he says this in verse 11. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power. Again, being strengthened in his power so that you will have all of the what? Endurance and patience that you need. So this prayer is saying, Lord, give the strength 
that only comes from your glorious power. So people can walk with endurance and patience and they'll have everything that they need. Because if we're going to walk this life and represent Jesus, we're going to have to endure through things. We are going to have to have patience. We're going to have to we're going to have to let God help us. We're going to have to stay the course. We're going to have to be determined. And we can't stop. We can't give up. We can't lose hope. We got to stay determined in our walk. We focus on prayer. And then this last thing is focus, I said, on, on bigger things. But it's really eternity. But when you think about bigger things, here's one thing that perseverance does. Look at James chapter 1. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider opportunity for great joy. You know that when your faith is tested, endurance has a chance to grow. Do you know sometimes the Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight. And that, and that faith, you can't please God without faith. So there's times where you're going to have to walk this faith walk. And what that faith walk does, it, it helps produce an endurance in you to say, even though I don't see it yet, I still believe it. Therefore, I'm going to walk this journey even when it's tough because I know the other side of it's going to be good. It might hurt. It might be difficult. But the other side of it will be good. So, so what I face now of this challenge of enduring, if I keep my focus on the end result, because look, look, look what James 1.12 says. Um, I think it's verse 12. <clears throat> and it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Then it says this, afterwards they receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love them. So sometimes as you endure things, you got to think, listen, it's, it, it, this isn't the end all. There is an eternal perspective that we have to have. That as we walk through life here, this is not what it's all about. This is our journey that we're in right now. But we are already citizens of heaven. Already. You're just visiting here. You're just here temporarily. Your home is heaven. Your home is with God. Forever and ever and ever. And if you can have that mindset, then this stuff we face on earth, it's difficult, and it has pain at times, and it's a challenge. But if you remember, this is just my journey to get there. If I'm driving somewhere, and I have to go down this dirt road or some bumpy road, hey, I know that this road might not be real good, but it, this isn't where I'm staying. I'm getting to this place that I, that I need to go, that I want to go, and the journey might be a little rough, but I'm going to get there. And when I get there, it's all going to be worth it. You know, this um, couple weeks ago, before, I guess it was maybe a week and a half, uh, maybe 11 days because I'm still taking the antibiotics for it. But um, I had this infection come up on my finger. And I don't know how I got it, but my, the end of my finger, the tip of my finger was bigger than it was supposed to be. And it was a different color than it was supposed to be. And it was full of stuff that's not supposed to be full of trying to do the simpler version and not be so descriptive. But it was kind of gross, and it was very painful. And as a typical person, I won't say male, but for me, male, I, I was like, it's fine. I'll be fine. And then it got worse. And then I knew that I was leaving to go out of town, and I was going to be away from 
you know, my doctor and whatever. So I thought, you know, I probably should do something so I don't end up in Nashville having to leave this conference to go, you know, have something, have some work done. So I go to the, I finally was talked into going to the doctor. And um, so I go in, I think it was last week, uh, probably, I don't know, whatever day it was. But I go in. And I said, hey, uh, the doctor comes in, and she's like, yeah, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, um, I don't know what's wrong with this. And she's like, I do. And so she looks at it, and she's like, this is going to hurt, but i got to touch it. And I was like, okay. And I always thought I had a high pain tolerance. I mean, I really did. I thought, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I mean I'm not going to cry like a little girl right in front of my doctor. She touched it. I was like, ah, wow, that hurts. And she's like, yeah, it's badly infected. And I was like. Okay, and she goes, there's two options. I know you're getting, because I thought I was going out of town. She said, here's the option. One is I'm going to, either way, you're going to get antibiotics. It's got to fight this infection. So you can have these antibiotics, and that might help some. I don't think it's going to clear it out because it's bad. And I was like, so option number two is what you're thinking has to happen. She's like, yes. And I said, what is that option? We got to cut it. And I'm like, could you describe cut? She's like, we got to slice it. We got to get all that stuff out. And I'm like, all right. Well, I'm going out of town, and I don't want to come home with nine fingers instead of, you know what I mean? So whatever we got to do. So she goes out to get, I have to sign a paper to give her permission to inflict pain. And here was her words. I said, what, is it going to hurt, like, really bad? She said, I'm just going to tell you, here's the problem. Because of the infection. Because of how swollen, how tight everything is, is we can't numb it. And I'm like, in the name of Jesus, I cursed that. You know, I mean, I didn't say that, but I felt it. How dare you? And I was like, you can't do anything? She's like, you're going to feel like I'm killing you. And I was like, how fast can you do it? I mean, is it like, ooh. She's like, no, because I got to make sure I don't cut things I'm not supposed to cut. So, so that now I'm thinking, those antibiotics might work. <laughs> antibiotics in Jesus, that's what I'm shooting for right here, right? So anyway, she says, she goes, I'll go get the paper because you have to sign it and you can decide. And, uh, and I, knew what I, I knew what I needed to do. So I'm sitting here just in my mind saying, what does she mean like I'm going to feel like she's killing me? So anyway, so she, she comes back in and I sign the paper and I say, hey, we got to do it. And um, I didn't know this, but she told everybody out there in the other rooms and the other nurses, if you hear screaming, it's okay. <laughs> so she's preparing, like, I'm going to scream. And I'm like, is it going to be that bad? I, you're just, it's just going to be a little, you know. So she comes in with this chainsaw, and <laughs> uh, it's a little the scalpel thing or whatever. And I put my hand on the, on the table, and she says, don't look at it. So I look like this. And there's a, you know how they always have the, the young uh, intern wannabe doctor in there too, nurse or whatever? So I'm just looking like, tell me when she's going to cut me. So, the, so, the, so the, the doctor goes, one, two, and when she hits three, I just did this like this, and, and she started cutting. And I'm telling you, I felt like she was killing me. I was like, you were right! And I'm just... And it hurt so bad. And it was only, you know, three minutes, 
of slicing. No, no, it was just probably five seconds. But it hurt. It felt like an hour. Like he was just, that's what it felt like. And I'm sitting there, and she goes, now I'm sorry. And I was like, it's okay. You had to do it. She's like, no, for what I'm going to do now. And I'm like, what? She's like, now i got to push all that stuff out. So I know I'm trying to be gross. I know I won't show you pictures. Actually, no, just kidding. Uh, so she starts pushing to get everything out. And here's, what I'm, here's why I tell you this story. It's kind of gross, and there's no more of it. But here, here's the story. For me to get healthy, I had to go through a little hurt. I just, it's the only way. It was either that or let it go, let it fester, and let it get worse. And the only thing I could do is grin and bear it for a short time, knowing that when this is done, I'll be able to touch it to the surface of things and then not shoot pain. And can I just tell you, that day, it was very painful. I had a big old thing around my finger. It throbbed. It hurt. The next day, I, I take the thing off, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Is that normal? So I call Lisa, who just, she's the, she gets calls from everyone in the church because she's a nurse. I'm like, is this normal? And she said, I think so. <laughs> I mean, it's, you probably got a lot, of, still got infection, and there's still going to be time. It'll, it'll take some time, to, swelling to go down, all that stuff. But, here, here's, but here's what happened at the end, is after a couple of days of taking antibiotics and all of this, you know what, it's, everything is fine. But here's the deal. It, I had to go through a little bit of pain to get some stuff out that, that would have hurt me long term. So can I tell you, part of walking in perseverance and determination is this, is that we have to have a determination not just to walk through challenges, but be determined to say, God, help me see what you want me to see. Help me know the things you want me to know, hear the things you want me to hear, and help me, those places in me that, that need work, help me with them. And you, you know what? There's going to be times where you're, you're hurt. But the end result, it's, it's going to produce something. You know, if you ever worked out, you know, and try to get buff, I mean, obviously I do. Uh, um, just kidding. <laughs> you don't have to laugh so hard. Uh, but you know what? When, when I did have a trainer for one day because it was free, the trainer basically says, listen, if it doesn't hurt, it doesn't help. And I'm like, well, then I don't want to help. Those weights are too heavy, you know. But, but the reality is, is sometimes to, to push your muscles to get better, it's going to hurt a little bit. You're going to be sore. But you have to be determined that whatever, is, whatever God wants for you, and however healthy he wants you to be, that let those places that where it brings a little bit of pain, you know what? Walk it out. Faith, patience, endurance, all that comes from the Lord comes from the Holy Spirit within us. So it's not anything that you should be afraid of. It's not, it's not anything that, you know, that you shouldn't embrace. To say, Lord, what, what, whatever I'm going through, and I have to endure through this, even if it's a challenge, even if it's a little bit tough on me. Because part of it, when it says in Romans 8 that those who are sons of God, those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God, when it talks about being led by the Spirit, 
that Greek word is ago, A-G-O, but it, that's part of the, where the word agony comes from in the Greek, the full word. And you know what that means? That sometimes if the Holy Spirit leads us, it's tough. It hurts us. Why? Because we have flesh that doesn't always want to go where the Holy Spirit wants to go. So we're going to have to say, take me anyway. <laughs> and just know if it's hard on our flesh, that's okay. Our flesh doesn't run our life. The Spirit runs our lives, so let's, let's submit to it and say, Holy Spirit, I'll go where you want me to go. Show me what you want to show me. Help me to walk this thing out better than I have before. Help me endure. Help me persevere. Help me stay the course even in challenges because we all have challenges. We all have things God's still working in us. We all have things God's still working out of us. And we got to continue to stay the course.